0: I can see it, but I can't see it. I'm just going to pursue after it. I believe in it. And now here it is three years later into something absolutely beautiful. If we want to unburden ourselves of this obligation lifestyle, we must be determined to risk it all. If you're interested in how highly successful investors overcome limitations and become unstoppable forces of success, you're in the right place. The Conscious Investor Podcast features weekly conversations with real estate investing experts and delivers a Monday mindset episode to help launch your week with intention. If you believe success is for everyone willing to think, then do, these conversations will be your weekly rocket fuel. Welcome back, Conscious Investor. It is another Monday Mindset episode, and I'm absolutely excited because so many of us have felt at some time this level of obligation. Like, I have to do this. It's not even a choice. It's just, I have to do this. And it can become a very bitter thing in our life. And I want to give you some strategies and some thinking that can help like alleviate so much of the obligations that we so often feel. So that's why I want to call this kiss obligations. Goodbye. Goodbye. Obligations. Before I dive into today's episode, though, and talk about like kissing these obligations goodbye, I would like to say you are not obligated, but it means absolutely the world to me when you share the episode with somebody that you care about. And when you leave an honest rating and review, it literally fuels my heart so much. I just feel like more connected and it's like, ah, that's what they want to hear more of. So please, please, I'd absolutely appreciate. Wow, that sounded like a begging obligatory type thing didn't it? (laughs) Sorry about that. That was just me being redundant once again. But anyhow, I would absolutely love it if you left a rating and review, if you followed it, the podcast or the YouTube channel, and if you shared that with somebody else. So let's go ahead and dive in because I've been excited about this. Remember on these Monday Mindset episodes, we have been diving into Brendan Burchard's book, The Motivation Manifesto. The heart behind this is that so many people Don't identify as readers and many people are listening to podcasts, but they're maybe not ingesting as many audiobooks. Motivation Manifesto. If you are watching on the YouTube channel, you can see it's a very well-loved book. Uh, These top tabs are actually, I do this to keep myself just in check with the book club. I can actually like see, make sure. I mean, I see the numbers, but sometimes I'm visual. I like to see like, okay, yeah, that looks like the right amount of reading for everybody throughout the book time, the five weeks. Well-loved book. We're going through the Motivation Manifesto just to bring you up to speed on these concepts week by week. So there are nine declarations. We are on our second declaration. He also spoke on freedom, fear, and motivation. We've already tackled those. We've already tackled the first declaration. Second declaration is we shall reclaim our agenda. How many of you would like more time in your life? I totally get it. We all feel that way from time to time. And that's why I'm saying today's episode, Kiss Obligations goodbye. And the first step we want to do as we're trying to kiss these obligations, goodbye. Really, we have to do the internal work. We have to clarify within ourselves what is meaningful. Really, it comes down to what I've been saying a lot recently, and that's, is either a hell yeah or a hell no. Right. And we know that deep in our heart. We know when we're invited to dinner or we're invited to meet up at the ski resort or we're invited somewhere. We either feel that, like, yeah, hell yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Or it's like, no gosh, honey, do we have to? Right. And the moment we hit have that wince of like, oh, do we have to? That's our gut check right there. And then we have to go another layer deeper and say, is this because I'm tired? I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. Like, I just don't like these people. Like, what is the deeper reason there? Because I'm sure you can relate conscious investor that there are those times that either you or your spouse have said like, ah, I just don't feel like going to a get together tonight. And then we get there and we have a fantastic time. We feel renewed and rejuvenated. Even my introverted husband, who is absolutely wonderful, has had that experience. I know it's not just some extrovert type thing, right? And so I want to encourage you as we are doing that, as we're evaluating them, we have to step back and say like, okay, if it is a hell no, like why is that? And if it's a hell yeah, why is that? Okay, because something either is or isn't meaningful. There is no in between on this. If there is that in between... That means it's a heck no instantly because it's not a hell yeah, there really is no in between discrepancy on this. Okay. So most of us though are going or just like so busy going through the motions of our lives that we don't even stop to ask if what we're doing is meaningful. I can feel this way. I wake up at four in the morning, I do my morning routine, I hit the gym, I make breakfast, I get ready. Caveat, I don't make breakfast for the entire family. I make myself something to eat. Everybody knows how to take care of themselves, which is really great to have self-sufficient kids and husband and everything, right? (laughs) But all that to say, it's like, you go through that and then it's like, okay, drop the kids off and then it's dive into work and then it's pick the kids up and this extra. It can be overwhelming. So it can feel like, okay, am I just going through those motions? In the past, I would say like maybe seven, eight years ago, it may have felt like going through emotions for me, quite frankly, like, okay, I just have to do these things. This is what I have to do. And I didn't have quite the same schedule now. Now that I have my own company, I am not a public school teacher. And so I am captain of my own ship, if you will. And I get to drive my kids to school. And I feel like that's a privilege. And so even though there's all this running around, I find this deeper meaning inside of it. It's like, oh my gosh, I get car time with my kids. I get to talk with them. I get to ask them questions. I get to pray with them. I get to be present with them. I get to hear what their favorite songs are right now. Now, If you're a parent, particularly of tween, teens and things like that, you understand like music is definitely a window into their soul, definitely a window into who is influencing their life. And so I love it when they want to DJ. It's like, here, take my Sure, DJ, I want to hear what you're listening to, right? So I have found meaning even in some of that quote busyness and running around, I have created a deeper underlying meaning. For those things. And we can do that with some of the kind of obligations. It's like there's no workaround. The kids need to get hauled here, there, and everywhere, and they can't drive. Like somebody has to do that for them. And so we can either feel like, oh, we're a victim and poor me. And this is just like this horrible obligation. Or we can step up and we can say, huh, look at this opportunity for something that is more meaningful, rich, and going to create a deeper, richer connection. Right. And saying that really, I was going to say that not everything we pursue is like this groundbreaking, like holy grail of like, oh my gosh, that is the most significant, meaningful thing that I have ever heard because not everything is. Okay. So like, let's think about this. Isn't the person who shows up in a relationship on a daily basis or to a job day in and day out doing something groundbreaking. Those of us who are hauling our young adults that are not driving. Aren't we doing something groundbreaking in that transportation process through those conversations, through our presence? Okay. Don't we kind of marvel a little bit at the couples who've stayed married for decades and now they're enjoying their silver years together? Don't we look at them with a little bit of awe? It's not like there's anything groundbreaking. They made a daily choice. They found meaning in something. They found meaning in that relationship, even in the hard times. And now they're on the other side and they get to enjoy things. I got to share this. When I was actually 9-11, I was traveling with my grandparents. So I was probably 22, 23, maybe, maybe 24. I'm traveling with my grandparents to visit our family in Boise, Idaho. And we stayed in Nevada. We were living in California at the time and we stayed in Nevada just to split the drive up and things like that. And I'll never forget, We shared a hotel room. We had two queen-size beds. And it's weird. Like, I've never shared a hotel room like that with my grandparents before. And here I am as an adult doing this, experiencing this. And I remember like, all right, good night, laying down on my bed and looking over at my grandparents, spooning. True story. It was the sweetest thing ever. It's one of the memories that I just absolutely cherish because when you see that kind of love, I'm like, they've definitely experienced, they experienced a significant portion of life together, like probably 40, well, at least 40 years, maybe 50 years of marriage at that point together. I'm just going to double down on that and say my other grandparents, when I stayed overnight, I had to take a test to become a teacher. The testing happened to be in their town, not mine. And so, to stay fresh and alert, I stayed overnight with my other grandparents. And it happened to be Valentine's Day. Coincidentally, I'm recording this right around Valentine's Day. And I wake up the morning of my test, and there were these boxes. There's a small box of chocolates, C's chocolate. If you're a West Coaster, you know what I'm talking about. Small box of seized chocolate at my place at the kitchen table, and a larger box at my grandma's place. And there was a card, and my grandma is sitting in the chair. She opens up the card. My grandpa is standing beside her and she reads the card, and they look at each other. And it's just like this. Mm, it was just like you could see the love it was tangible and so after all of those years after all of that life they had poured into each other and they could see that love like i could see that love they felt that love it was like in the space in the room it was just absolutely magical it's such a gift to be able to see for anyone to see even a set of grandparents like that but they were The grandparents that I grew up with, right? So that day in, day out doesn't seem groundbreaking in the moment and yet is significant. Hey, Conscious Investor. Often the well-intentioned hardwiring of our past prevents us from moving forward at full capacity. We doubt ourselves. We remind ourselves of who we were told we were instead of discovering who we were created to be. We lack courage to move into the life we're meant to lead, and often instead of stepping into our full potential, many find themselves living a masked life, concerned with other people's expectations and opinions of their lives. Conscious Performance Coaching clients discover their potential is far more than they anticipated. Through Conscious Performance Coaching, you will connect with your potential, gain lasting momentum, collapse your timelines, and well, hey, every day feels like play. Stop playing small step into your full potential. Join the ranks of those who have stepped into their dreams, launched successful businesses, and become unstoppable forces of success. Click the link in the show notes and apply for a free coaching session today. And we see that at the end. And so when we're looking at what is meaningful, what is not, we need to be thinking about what am I making that deposit into? What am I investing in? What am I growing? When this matures, what is this going to become? I'm going to throw myself under the bus later on in this episode about being lazy, okay? I'm not going to do it right now. I don't think I want to mix my sweetness of my grandparents and (laughs) my laziness in the same sentence here, right? Some other things. We value like teachers who pour into students for their entire career. We appreciate that. They're just making those micro deposits. And think about small business owners who have created this business and now it's flourishing after a million years and they're passing the torch and everything they've built to the next generation. Don't we look at that and just with appreciation? If you're listening and you're from my hometown of Modesto, California, Valley Sporting Goods, if you're around my age or older, you remember that. That was a small business that grew into a larger business that was established for decades. That was a staple in the community. And it was a, a significant thing that they were able to pass that business along. So when we know what's meaningful to us, we are able to play all out, like no holds barred. And the results, that's the difference between the small business that fails or the teacher that nobody wants to be around because it's like oh that's the cranky one. And the difference between those type of people, right? And then we have like executives that are the multiply leaders that do great things in the world and the nice teachers and the strong businesses. So we have to ask ourselves what is meaningful? Because if it's truly meaningful, we're going to go all out. We're going to be passionate about it. We're going to show up with our heart and soul every single day. I'm going to just high five myself right in this moment to say, that's how I have felt about what I've created since to the late 2019, when I started recording the introduction to this podcast. It's like, no, I'm making something. I can see it, but I can't see it. I'm just going to pursue after it. I believe in it. And now here it is three years later, over 350 episodes later into something absolutely beautiful. I like how Brennan Burchard says this. He says, the seeds of greatness grow faster in the hearts of those doing work they love than in the bitter hearts of those enslaved by work they despise. If we want to unburden ourselves of this obligation lifestyle, we must be determined to risk it all. It was scary, leaving the safety of a public school career to say, no, I'm going to go all in. I am like going to be full-time real estate investor, performance coach, and I'm going to pour everything into this that's risky. The stability of one thing for the uncertainty of another, but there's a risk in all of it. And really when we're not pursuing something that's meaningful, we really risk losing our soul quite a bit and just becoming that drone in life. Yes. Conscious investor, you know, I've talked about it before on the podcast. So we must really soberly ask ourselves, what am I really after in life? what do I truly want to create and contribute? What kind of person do I want to show up with in this world each and every day? If we're tied and shackled to obligation, we're not going to be showing up in that way. It is critical. It is imperative. We want to see change in the world. It starts with us. It starts with us saying, I'm done with this imposter life This is life of obligation is robbing my soul and it's robbing the world of my greater contribution. And we can do that the more we believe. So that's another element of like stepping out of that obligation space and into the freedom space. And that is we have to be sold out. We can no longer be playing this victim and we gotta stop making excuses. And we must start stepping into the star role of the lives so that we can become unstoppable. All right. So here's the thing. I've probably spoken about this a few different times on the podcast, but you know what? It's something we need to be reminded of. We are the star role. We are the central figure in our life. That doesn't mean that the world revolves around you. There's a difference between that. Okay. There's a difference between the world revolves around you and you're the star role of your life. Okay, when I say you're the star role of your life, that means that you're not just some extra in somebody. Well, you are the extra in somebody else's life. You don't want to be playing the extra in your own life. You need to be rising up. But we can't do that if we don't give our space to believe in ourselves. If we don't give ourselves space to contemplate. What it is that we want to contribute? What are the bigger things? Who do we want to be, right? What are we really after? What do we want to create? What kind of person do I want to be? If we're not willing to answer those questions, we will never rise up. We will never have anything really significant to believe in to contribute to the world. Now, I want to remind you that when we believe in something, it makes it a lot easier to say our yeses and our noes. And then in that we have to remind ourselves that we are not obligated or required to cave to every request and whim around us. What's weird is that when we're no longer accessible, those people somehow they find someone else that will cave to their wishes. I used to have a family member that would forward emails to me. And there are certain emails that I get, I open them. And they're like, they might be from some big people. Austin Cleon, he has a great newsletter. Rich Litfin has a great newsletter. Who's another one? There is one more. Ryan Holiday has a great news. There's some people I'm like, I want to see what they have to say. By the way, Three Keys Investments has an amazing newsletter. And if you haven't subscribed to that, you really should. Just FYI, it's not all about investing. It's about that convergence of investing and of financial investing and personal investing. It's really cool. I like the newsletter. People seem to like it. I get responses and I love it. But all that to say is like I was getting all of these, I really got off track. Sorry, guys. Sorry, conscious investor. I was getting all these like forwarded emails of things that I didn't even have an attachment to. I didn't know what they were from. I it's like, okay as soon as I just like, don't open them. And I actually made a couple comments like, oh, did you get that? I'm like, oh, you know, I saw it. It's not something I don't typically read forwarded emails. I'm so sorry. And over time, not too long of a time getting that response, guess what? All of forwarded just kind of disappeared, which was really lovely because email can get cluttered. All right. So we also don't have to be part of dysfunctional relationships. I'm going to say that again, we don't have to be part of dysfunctional relationships. So when we remove ourselves from dysfunction, from the people that want to make us feel like victim, who want to make our time and our energy and our talents seem subordinate to what they have going on in their lives, we can step out of that dysfunction. Okay. That's not to say that we don't help people and that we don't like pause to help people. It's to say that our entire day is not hijacked by people or someone else's emergency that's not ours. So we have a responsibility that when we clarify what's meaningful, when we believe in what is meaningful, now we're able to take actions that back what is meaningful. And we're able to say like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. I'm sorry, that doesn't work. And then we say no again and again and again. And guess what? Sometimes people make you feel really bad because you're saying no and you're protecting what you are creating. It makes me sad. Did you hear the pause? There's a pause there because it's like literally leaves me speechless that people want to make your life, my life, other people's lives subject to their life. Yes, we should collaborate. Yes, we should contribute. Yes, we should support each other. Yes, yes, yes to all of that. But we have to be aware of dysfunction that can form that is going to erode what we find meaningful in our life. Okay, let's just also throw in there are some standard obligations. Okay, a standard obligation would be like, of course, we're going to take care of our family. Of course, we're obligated to conduct ourselves in good ways in society. Of course, we are going to contribute to the world in a better way versus being a drain. There are some good obligations that we have in life. Not all obligations are bad. And we have that reward of when we look in the mirror with pride that we're on the right track. When we can say, I showed up for my my family, that should make us feel really great. OK, oh, it's not easy to walk and to be disciplined, to be just fair, virtuous, but it comes with a very powerful reward. And what would we say about ourselves if we didn't do it? What could we say? What would could we say anything good if we looked in the mirror and we didn't follow through with some of those good obligations in our lives? I'm going to share one last thing about meaningful, being, finding meaning, obliterating obligations. And that is something that's really come to light in my own life that you might be able to identify with in your own way. And that is there's a level of laziness and complacency that we can cover up very easily. And so for me, there are areas where I've realized I'm like, oh, wow, if I wasn't lazy when I was in my 20s, where would I be now? Right. I wanted to learn another language. I wanted to get my master's degree. I wanted to do. Do you see what I'm saying? Like sometimes we have all these wants, we have these desires and those desires are there to grow us. They're pulling us. They're like, hey, come this way. This is good for you. This is going to grow you. I had those desires for years but I was too lazy and I made excuses. I'm like, I don't know, that's a lot of work to learn German and that's a lot of money to invest. And if I'm just a teacher, I mean, really the return on that investment, I literally was thinking, I'm like, it's not a very good return on my investment. So I really don't know if it's worth it. At that point, I clearly didn't understand that investing in ourselves, investing in growing our skills, our talents, our abilities is one of the best investments we can ever make and has one of the most powerful returns ever. So let's say is like, look for areas in your life where you're being lazy and where you're making excuses instead of stepping into the meaning that you feel drawn to and towards you're making this excuse look for that in your life, be wide eyed about it. And when you find it, treat it the same way you treat somebody nagging for your attention because they have a fire, that's their problem. And it's really not your responsibility to solve it, but they're putting it on you. So we can look at that laziness and complacency in the same way. All right. When we do these things... When we clarify what's meaningful, when we really have that deeper belief in ourselves and we learn how to say no and step out of dysfunction, we are saying yes and stepping into a life free of obligations that is going to allow us to contribute in profound ways in the world. That's what I've got for you, Conscious Investor. I am grateful for you. I'm grateful to share the space in your life. I'm grateful that you allow me, like that you listen and that you share this. You're amazing, Conscious Investor, and I wish you amazing week. And remember, if we haven't already connected, I love connecting with you. So look down in the show notes, find one of the links. There should be three of those links to just a 20 minute discovery. Like, let's just talk. You just want to talk or maybe you want to work on some self-development, self-improvement through performance coaching. Let's just discuss that and audition each other and see if we're a good fit. Or maybe you're interested in investing financially and growing in that way. You don't want to be complacent. Then hop on the schedule. The links are in the show notes and talking to you is the highlight and getting to know you highlight of my week. Until next time, live big, love bigger and do great things. Are you enjoying this episode? Do the world a favor and help trip the algorithm by leaving a review so that this content reaches many others.